0: Hey everyone, I'm Dr. Jess Sally.
1: Dr. Shannon Edwards.
0: And welcome back to another episode of You Mad Bro. Are
1: you Mad Bro? No,
0: no, not today. <laughs> it's holiday, <laughs> a holiday weekend. It's a beautiful day outside. We're keeping it nice and light today.
1: Keeping it light.
0: Shannon came in today with a, a bunch of uh, ideas on real dark topics that we were going to be no, <laughs> hitting I'm on. Not, we, I, we usually... <laughs> usually pick the episode topic like maybe a, we have a running list of ideas but I, today we were gonna i was you know thinking yeah it's nice nice day outside day off tomorrow like let's uh let's uh just chat let's do a, chat. Little, let's let's just do a like, little light chat yeah uh shannon's like oh let's talk about poor life choices <laughs> and dark things and i'm no. like
1: <laughs> i got oh, great i had like good feedback i have a weekly webinar that i do with a bunch of other forensic clinicians And
0: forensic clinicians. Yeah.
1: Doesn't sound at all like it would be dark. No. And one of the things. Wait, why what? No, no. (laughs) No. One of the things um, that we do, like that if people are working on different projects or like if we have our own thing going on, like we can uh, like present to the group and ask for feedback. So I did the podcast this past week and got so the group like listened to an episode and gave some really great feedback. And so I brought some of the topics for us to go over today. Which we will do in future episodes, but as soon as I opened my mouth and started telling Jess about them, he was like, no, no bro. No. Nah,
0: no. Not happening.
1: No. they weren't.
0: <laughs> just, were just for everybody's information, too, you look like you're like real cash laid out right now. <laughs> we we're running a little test, switching up the mics a little bit, so I kind of stuck with the mic stand today. Shannon's running freestanding microphone and trying to get a little feedback on the sound, but you're just like chilling, <laughs> casual, just like... <laughs> like, yeah. I just
1: got back from a weekend away <laughs> in, yeah. in the woods. Something like that, yeah. Relaxed. Yeah.
0: You had a good weekend, huh?
1: Oh, you <laughs> are something else. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, but I did. thanks for asking. Oh, good, you're did you have a good weekend? I've had a great weekend. Yeah? yeah. Are you planning anything, like, in the future? Like, you going to do some activities or anything? No, I'm
0: just... No? gonna We're going we're to record this episode and yeah. everything's going to be okay. good to go. Good to go. <laughs> All right. So Maybe we'll go to the pool later. Yeah. Um... <laughs> but uh so today we decided we think we're going to talk about um uh return to extracurricular activities
1: yeah uh we decided we were going to talk about that and then kind of something that co-parents usually argue about is picking extracurricular activities and who's going to pick them uh if you have like shared custody how do you decide on that like what if one parent disagrees and then also now with COVID, it's even worse right (laughs) people are (laughs) fighting for everything right right so i I mean i guess that's if that's light enough for you yeah it
0: sounds like okay let's talk about let's talk about things
1: let's talk about sports (laughs) (laughs) it's like when you're having that conversation with somebody that's real deep and then you're like so what about them pirates uh how
0: about
1: about that back to school sports stuff
0: (laughs) so uh you know i know Everybody's, everybody has already, or is gearing up, I think, this coming week to, you know, send the kids back to school in some fashion, whether that's virtual or hybrid or all brick and mortar. We kind of touched on that a little bit uh, last episode. Um, I wish we were going back all brick and mortar. Right. Along with back to school, also comes back to activity for a lot of people. So I know some kids have already uh, gone back and started with like, Traveling teams, baseball, you know, uh, lots of different things going on right now. Um, but as far as schools go, not only is it, I guess, sort of a topic of what activities kids are going to be doing, but also where they're going to be doing them And how. Right. So I know our daughter this morning, she's part of like a basketball camp, uh, and they had some outdoor out court, open court. Oh, did uh, you guys Askesis. go? Yeah. How I was it? It was nice. It was nice. Everybody was, you know playing everything safe. Everybody had masks on while they were playing. Yeah. Lots of Oof. hand sanitizers. That's so tough. it was, uh, so it was, it was good. I mean, I, I feel like everybody, everybody was safe. Everybody did a good job. All the coaches did a really good job. So when you say
1: that. safe, I apologize. It makes me think of like the masks or the new <laughs> condoms.
0: <laughs> wow. Where is your head right <laughs> I now? Don't know. You really did have a good weekend. Stop it. Yeah. <laughs> oh my All God. Right. Come
1: back. <laughs> Come back. I'm not. I'm not leaving Seven Springs ever. Seven Springs in my mind. Okay. <laughs> but um, yes, that would be difficult though. Were they complaining about that?
0: No, nobody was complaining. Okay. So oh, and just to clarify, the kids didn't have masks on the whole time they were playing. That's like what they, I just asked sorry, you. They had, t- had masks on like when they went to the like went to the court, but like as they were doing drills and stuff, the coaches still had masks oh, on.
1: Maybe we the, should talk the, about the communication. Maybe we should go back to that topic. <laughs>
0: Feel like I feel I don't know if I can do this with you today. Yeah, we can. We are you, are we you, can you good? Get, yeah, we can are get you this. Sure?
1: Yeah, we got it. You right, good. right, let's
0: lock it in. All right. We good?
1: Yeah. All right. You mad, bro?
0: No. All right. I'm <laughs> having a good day. <laughs> Remember Light Topics. <laughs> this is holiday weekend.
1: Holiday. All right. All right, so they're playing. They got masks. Yeah. Coach's got masks.
0: Yeah. It was It was nice. I guess it was just nice to be outside and like have them doing I guess having her doing something organized, she enjoyed it. Yeah. The other kids were having fun. She was having Could fun. Could be back together. It was just nice. It was nice to see her, like, in that environment again mm-hmm. uh, and to be able to just go through that. But
1: And they started, um, for school, they started volleyball. Uh, they started open gyms for that. And she really enjoyed getting back to that, too, and, like, being around all of her friends. And this is the first year she's doing that. Yeah. Um, but they – did basically the same thing, right? Like they had masks and.
0: So I think this was the first activity that she's been to where it, number one, it, I guess it wasn't outside. I know a lot of like organizations have been trying to do uh, activities as much as they can in outdoor settings, outdoor mm-hmm. courts, outdoor uh, facilities of any type, but they just opened the, the gym facilities back up at the school. So mm-hmm. that was where they were having the activity at this point. So I think, we're, I think schools are trying to get back into the groove of opening up their facilities, figuring out how they're going to utilize that just in terms of the kids and, and how they are doing their sports and everything. It was interesting to see the parents had it set up really well. The coach was checking everybody's temperatures when they were coming into the gym, you know, signing everybody up in and out with their parents, making sure everything was kind of single file and everybody wasn't kind of just filing in on top of each other. So yeah, they organized it really well so that everybody was maintaining some sort of like social distancing yeah but uh I know now everybody's kind of having a lot of different questions about not just extracurricular activities at schools but also like just sporting events in general and I know we kind of touched on that a little bit uh, right. at our, on our last episode but you know I don't know how people feel about this I don't know what it's going to contribute to in terms of like different caseloads I don't know how it's going to affect anything at the schools but you know I I at least think it's nice that they're trying to organize things in a way that, you know, everybody's staying safe.
1: Yeah. I think the trend that, I mean, every year um, around July and mid to end July, we start getting school choice hearings. We start getting back to school activity questions and that carries on in September, October. And, you know, I guess, Some of the questions that we get in general about the podcast is like, how did we make some of the decisions that we made? And like, when did we make them? And yeah, it's interesting because we, I feel like we didn't argue about the same things that couples or the co-parents argued about. No. Uh, Well, I don't, I don't think a lot of them, I don't, did we argue about activities? Uh,
0: I don't think we did. I don't think we did. Like it was never, there was never like a knockdown drag out of like. No, she has to do soccer and no, she'll never do ballet or right. like anything like that. It was oh, always ballet just like,
1: is like sorry, I didn't mean
0: that for you. No, I'm just okay, well. like I was just saying, like we I don't feel like we ever I don't feel like there was ever a disagreement about like what we think she should right. do in terms of activity. Although we I think we did say at one point we were like, Oh yeah, like you can take violin lessons and then that never came to fruition. That was like a
1: birthday gift for her <laughs> yeah. and then we never did it. Yeah, like but, but, we but, we were gonna like buy her violin. <laughs> I think we're going to buy her a guitar. Yeah, like, right. Hopefully she doesn't listen to this and remember her. Yeah, so there was, so I,
0: I think that, like... But we, I don't think there was ever, like, a fight that we had in terms of, like, she has to do this activity or she has to do this activity. Or she can't do this activity. Or she can't do this activity for X, Y, Z reason.
1: I think, like, one of the... What I was going to say is, like, one of the bigger... Like, two of the bigger sports or, like, activities they get a lot of court appearances are hockey and ballet because mm-hmm. they're super expensive. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, some parents don't want their kids to do hockey because it's like a high contact sport and there's a lot of um, fears about concussions or head injury. Yeah, and
0: just then, injuries in general.
1: Yeah. And for ballet, it's like a lot of money. And I mean, you and yeah. I went through that. We we're like, how in the F are we going right. to pay for like two sets of leotards? Right. And finally, we just, after her first year, we were like, okay, we can afford like two leotards each house and two sets of. Yeah. Lay ins, but they budget. Like, we're like, no way in hell are we buying like several pairs of ballet shoes because they are freaking expensive. Right. <laughs> so, yeah.
0: So after, after three years, it was like, <laughs> so do you still want to do ballet? Yeah. No.
1: No? Okay. Okay. You want to focus on basketball? Yeah. Okay.
0: <laughs> but, uh, uh,
1: yeah, so that was a question that I get a lot in general is like how we made decisions and how we went about it. And I guess that was that was one of the things we didn't really argue about all that much
0: was. Well, I think babies. it was, it was kind of like, you know, we were each both, I think, respectively active when we were younger kids, back uh, in the day. Back in the day. Uh, <laughs> now we're just <laughs> hanging out on a Sunday, it, doing nothing.
1: <laughs>
0: giving you guys our podcast, <laughs> but um, no, I, we, you know, we each played sports. We were each very active. We were very involved in that kind of thing. And I think, you know, one of the things that I see now is that like that involvement for kids has just like exponentially oh gosh, climbed in terms of like traveling leagues and multiple different leagues. And I think one of the big arguments is not only just like what the kid has to be involved in, but I think one of the big things is how involved that activity is for that child and right. then how that has to kind of carry over to the, how the parents interact with travel, transportation. And I know some people have even been they they have to travel to other states, right. Virginia, Ohio, West Virginia, and I know now like that's a big controversial aspect with going out of state and having to come back and then like a lot of places are requiring that you quarantine for 2 mm-hmm. weeks when you come back. Right. Which is a whole new uh you yeah. know uh, a level of question marks when it comes to these activities.
1: Well, not only that, but I mean, can you imagine even with just ballet with how much more it became involved? I cannot imagine us arguing or not being able to be at the same like place as her Oh, that was yeah that did happen the first year it wasn't that we argued over where she should go but we had to do like a parent observation and you brought your sister and brother-in-law and didn't sit next to me the first time. Oh yeah. The first year. Yeah. That was something we argued about. Yeah. We had a pretty good fight about that. Yeah. Um, but (laughs) yeah, being
0: in the same place with us for a little while was touch and go. Oh yeah. Right. Yeah. (laughs) But, But,
1: um, no, I was going to say like, I don't understand how parents that are fighting like can do that just because the scheduling, like we, I don't even know, maybe that forced us to like get along as her schedule because for that purpose, because we needed to help each other out being like a two working parent household like having to pick her up and drop her off at yeah. these places like right after work or during like rush hour
0: which again i think that just circles back around to the to the common message that we've always kind of put in place here is that it's not it's not about you it's about them and what they want to do it's about what the kids want to do so and you
1: know, it was honestly like getting along made it easier to do those things so much easier and it made it easier on us on our schedule like when yeah exactly when you say like it's about them like when you actually make it about them you're actually taking a lot of stress off of you and yourself and like by not being stubborn about things like well this order says this and this is the time that you have to do this by just being like chill about it or at least a little bit better about it you actually get the time that you need, like if you were running late for work or I, more often it was me that needed your help, like picking her up right at school because of my work hours. And the more that we worked together, the easier it was on both of us. And ultimately, I mean, that well, would it better for her. right, I
0: mean, I could have, It's. Ju- it would have been just as easy, and I think what a lot of people fall back on, which isn't necessarily right, it would have been justified in the order in our custody order, mm-hmm. that if I did not do that to help you out, I in no way, shape, or form would have been liable for that. Right. According to the court. Right. And that's, like, you know, me even saying that right now, like, I almost, like, it. it's almost like it, it doesn't feel right, right saying that because yeah, exactly. it's just, like, you know. And But at one point, there was – I'm sure there could have been an email chain that went back and forth between the two of us that was like, I don't have to be there to pick up this. This is your oh, responsibility. For sure. <laughs> you know, you need to make you need to fix your schedule to make it work. You know, I'm not doing this X, Y, Z. If you have a problem with it, check the order. Right. And it was like, you know, the only person, like, that, like me saying that to you or writing that to you, could that be satisfying for me in, in some way? Like, I'm like, oh yeah, I really stuck it to her this time. Yeah. Sure. And in a time when you're fighting and everything's like, litigated and everything's bad that might feel good for you for that like split second when you send that email but the only person that that really hurts like number one the other the person on the other end is like devastated because they're like I'm just trying to do my job I'm just trying to do what I need to do to kind of make this work but it doesn't hurt it hurts them a little bit but it just hurts the child or the children because they're not they're not they're just like I just want to go play soccer or I just want to go to ballet or I just want to go to basketball like I don't care what you guys are doing I just want to go have fun and do hoodrat stuff with my friends. <laughs> yeah. And it's like, you know, that, like, you can't, you don't want to take that away from them just because you guys can't get along.
1: Right. Like, if you would have written that email and been like, whatever, you know, you just said, like, like, screw you. Like, no, I don't have to pick her up or I don't have to do that. I mean, you're 100% right. Like, you know, I'm not going to, like, take you to the court for that. And even if I did, it wouldn't, like, the judge isn't going to rule against you. Right. But, ultimately it's like, okay, well then if I really can't like make other arrangements and get out of work, then guess who has to miss their practice? The kid. Right. So, you know, our kid benefited from being able to do things because we were able to stop being stubborn and like help each other out. And
0: that's a, that's an interesting point you just made too, with the whole, like the, with the judge's opinion on it, because, Mm -hmm. you know, I think a lot of people will take, will do things like that and try to take that into court Mm -hmm. to say, oh, well, this person's not doing what they need to do, not pulling their weight in terms of the child's activities. But I feel like the judge is just going to be like, you guys just need to make it work. You know what I mean? Yeah, like you need
1: to take this to co-parenting or like, you need to figure your shit out.
0: Nobody's going to be held in contempt or like nobody's going to like be given up custody like for those kind of situations. It's just like, you know, at that point, you're just taking something in front of the judge that they're just like, you really don't, this isn't something that I should be, seeing or hearing from you right now like this is something you guys should be able to figure out
1: yeah like i have i have a friend who had a situation with their kid and basically like their kid wanted to stay after for like a pizza party right after yeah after a game
0: simple things right Right.
1: but the other parent wouldn't wouldn't do that because the order said i'm picking them up at your house well yeah. Then the kid misses out on time with their friend because the parents like, no, I'm not picking them up at the school after their pizza party. The order says I'm picking them up at your house. Right. All right. Well, the only person that, I mean, the the only person that loses. Yeah. The parents don't give a shit about the pizza party. Like the kids want to be at the pizza, at the pizza party. Right. So that's like an example that consistently sticks out in my mind because I feel bad for the kids when the parents can't do these kinds of simple things. Like, if I I know for a fact that if I called you and it was like oh my gosh like our kid really wants to stay after for this thing or whatever and we were supposed to do a pickup somewhere else you would absolutely be like okay no problem like I'll be there
0: yeah and I think you know now obviously that's like a lot easier from you know surpassing everything that we've been through right. before but you know I I know that I think falsely people just get it in their mind that somehow they're proving a point or somehow they're like trying to prove something to the other person by either not engaging or engaging negatively or making situations harder than they need to be. Uh, And, you know, I can't speak for everybody. I mean, I think there's, there are parents who probably have things going on that they legitimately can't, you know, do that. And they have to rely on the other parent. And that's a sticky, sticky situation too, because, you know, if it's like something you're obligated to, And and I think one of the hard things people run into with with orders for extracurricular activities and times and all these other things is that people get really stuck on times, like specific times. And, you know, I feel like if you miss those times, people are going to be like, oh, I'm taking you to court for contempt and you're not picking them up at this specific time. But again, the judge is just going to be like, you need to figure that out. Like, that's not like, yeah, that's not something unless unless you keep doing
1: it several times and then you leave the kid at like.
0: The school and nobody's
1: there to pick them up. That's a
0: problem. Right? That's a problem. Don't Don't do that. (laughs) Don't leave your kid
1: somewhere. Don't do that. Oh my God. We should tell the story. I mean, this has nothing to do with us leaving her there because of a fight. Actually, we were still together at the time. But whenever um, our kid had an overnight or a kid's night out at school, her very first year, and we, (laughs) Jess was going to pick her up and he wasn't late or anything, but our kid. She was in kindergarten at the time, first year. And they do this cool thing where they have the kids come in their PJs. And, like, it's kids night out, but really you drop them off for, like, two hours. They watch a movie in their PJs. They have a great time. It's like a, you know, a sleepover, not a sleepover at the school. And we were still together. We were – I can't – we might have been arguing or something. I don't know what happened. But, anyway, Jess goes to pick up our kid. And she had walked out of the school. And was she just left. Like, because her, her inclination – was that like after school you go to aftercare and that's across the street?
0: Yeah, she was going to. So she was going to aftercare the
1: movie was over. She put she on was her. coat. like,
0: I'm. She's like, I'm out. She thought she was following directions.
1: Oh my god! It was the like scariest. It was so sc- scary. So
0: literally one of the scariest moments of my life.
1: Oh my god! And then he called me, and he was like, "Please don't freak out. <laughs> Please do not go like mother scorch earth on this." But
0: yeah. <laughs> so yeah, I knew it was like packing the plane with the atomic bomb before it, like, went to, like, go fly off. Yeah, I mean, it was just, like, I, I knew it was going to happen, but I was just, like, oh, please. Oh, <laughs> it's just, it's please. Just, just take a breath.
1: I'm just going to handle this right now.
0: <laughs> yeah. Mama Bear didn't like that. Too no, much. no. Uh, rightfully so. But, but anyway. Um,
1: yeah, you don't want to leave kids at school. Right,
0: pre-co- pre-COVID pre days of pre-covid <laughs> in school, in-school sleepovers. <laughs> or or PJ parties. Um, but,
1: yeah, I mean, that's, like, one of the biggest things that, um, at least – we see or I I've, I've seen in co-parenting a lot of folks um that argue over extra curriculars or they'll say well you know you can take so-and-so on your day but I'm not gonna take them on my day uh, seriously like
0: yeah I, like and so then you're like then it's like half like the kids only getting half of the experience right. or whatever they're trying to do like that doesn't make any sense
1: right I know but it, it happens all the time I know
0: I know it Then it goes into theories on, like, extracurricular activities. Like, why do we want kids to do extracurricular activities? And Mm -hmm. obviously, like, we want them to have fun. Right. But in a lot of ways, it's to, like, learn socialization, learn different aspects of teamwork, learn different aspects of commitment, you know, learn how to rely on yourself, self-performance, all these different types of things that they just, like, develop over years. But if they're only there 50% of the time, then they think, oh, well, my commitment to anything only has to be 50% 50% and that's cool.
1: Oh, that's a great point. You know I, might, I might use that in one of my sessions.
0: If the thought process is, I only have to show up 50% of the time and I can still be part of this and I can still be a part of this team, then that's going to carry over to not just teamwork, but it's going to carry over to like real life work, right. real life friendships, real, you know, I only have to be there 50% of the time to make things work.
1: Right. Exactly. Because my parents do that.
0: Right. So, so yeah. So what's the message?
1: Yeah. What are we modeling?
0: Right. But, and
1: you know, I think people lose sight of that a lot. Like they're so wrapped up in like, oh yeah, i'm I'm doing what's best for my kid because, you know, they're thinking that their perspective is what's best for the child. However, they're not really looking at it long term and how those affect how that is affecting them,
0: right. And that's the other thing is that, like, everybody's going to have their own opinion on what's best, right? Right. And that's like that's just the hard-headed thing between couples is, no, my opinion's right. Like you don't know what you're talking about. Like, I hate you, like, you don't know. Like you don't know what's best for this kid. Like maybe we should do a serious. You don't even series. know what's best
1: for yourself. We should do like you know how they do like bad tweets on was it Jimmy Kimmel?
0: Yeah.
1: We should do like bad emails where we read out loud some of our email exchanges. <laughs>
0: <laughs> wow. But I have to take like so th- so this. I'm just saying this because I feel like so my emails would be like. Three lines.
1: Oh, you're going to be 100% right on this.
0: Like, like, you're in a hole, I'll see so you in court, like, you know, <laughs> peace out. Your email would be like... It's like... A co- like, you know, <laughs> yeah, like, just beating up on the keys, like, just like three pages. According to like,
1: paragraph three.
0: Yeah, just references and footnotes and like, you know, all these other... Like, statutes. Yeah. <laughs> there's um, some statutes like, in there. Yeah. <laughs> you're
1: probably... I don't... I cannot believe we never had to use OFW. No, those... <laughs>
0: So, I mean, people, sometimes
1: I copied your attorney on them. Reading your emails,
0: <laughs> reading your emails, like, I feel like we would have to put on like soft music or something like that. And it would be like an audiobook. Like, it wouldn't even be like, we'd have to hire a narrator, like, Morgan Freeman, can you please come and read? Shannon's email response to me make a whole future-length movie out of it
1: I forget I'm like thinking of one specifically and I know that our co-parenting therapist was on there
0: how could you even think of one specific well moment?
1: I just remember a specific situation because I think the emails ended up in a pleading or something but we went back and forth and both of our attorneys were on the email and our co-parenting therapist and it had to have been like a 10
0: God bless that printer that had to print out all those, all those email things. I feel like RIP to that printer. RIP to that
1: toner, man. It was smoking. It was like, I can't recall. I'm going to actually have to, I'm going to remember this and look it up at some point because it would be very funny. But it was like both of our attorneys, our co-parenting therapists and us, and we were going back and forth through all these exchanges. Nobody took themselves off the reply all. I think they wanted to see how it played out. Right.
0: (laughs) But it was like, I think it was like the, you know, like the, the, text messages, like where you'll, you'll write like a really long text message and then the other person just writes back. Okay.
1: Oh, you learned like, about that's that. What,
0: like, that's what, that's what I feel like I was yes. doing. Yes. It was like, I got this drowning giant, a sea of blue. Giant, giant email and I was just like, okay, I'll forward this to my attorney. Ugh,
1: <laughs> that it was, was like, so
0: bad. That was like the response. And I was just like.
1: <laughs> <laughs> you, see, you knew you were doing it. Yeah. You knew I, you were doing I knew it. what I was doing. Yeah. I knew you, you wanted me
0: to get that, to get that, to <laughs> type that email. Think. Use your words.
1: <laughs> There's <laughs> no way Say words. how you feel. <laughs> it took me years of training, but finally Jess no longer says, okay. And it is so magical. And we don't we don't fight nearly as much as we used to.
0: You're right, but I just sounds sounds good. Yeah. That's the <laughs> that was the switch.
1: And never K. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
0: Thumbs up, the old thumbs up. Oh God.
1: that's whenever we are fighting and we're having a passive aggressive fight over text now. If I send him a thumbs up or a, like an okay emoji, I know that that will make him like bang his head off a wall. And he knows if he sends me okay, I'm probably gonna drive over to his house and.
0: Yeah. Him. So, so <laughs> I guess this, the the message here <laughs> don't do things that push the uh, the co parents buttons.
1: Yeah, on purpose. On purpose. Definitely don't do that. Yeah,
0: we did that a lot. Oh, we did well, that so much. And then spiraling back to like the the extracurricular stuff. Those exchanges would then, I think, spark the downhill snowball effect. Mm-hmm. Is just like, but then it's like, yeah. Then so then
1: it spirals back and like to actions. Yeah. And yeah, I definitely have done that before. Like, <laughs> we've agreed on something.
0: You still do that? Uh, no, I don't. <laughs> Not as much, man. you still, <laughs> you still do it.
1: <laughs> do I? Really? But <laughs> we will agree on something. Like we'll do a switch. We we do switches a lot. Or I'll say that I can pick a barcade somewhere. And he'll be like, Okay, well then do you care if I like go somewhere on a long weekend or like do you care like can I do this? I'll be like, Yeah, sure, no problem. Like I'll take her overnight. And then we'll get into a fight about something. I'll be like, Yeah, it's not my weekend, sorry.
0: Right. I'll be over I'll be over to bring your daughter back. Exactly. Yeah. I Thanks. like that. No, it's
1: not. No? no? No. Okay. Oh, yeah. We're trying to model good co-parenting. Right. Oh, right, right, right. Okay. So don't do that.
0: Right. <laughs> don't be like us.
1: Don't be like us. <laughs> but we don't do that anymore. No.
0: Not not, but, not. anywhere near as much as it used to be.
1: No. But, Only when it's like a bad, bad, bad fight.
0: But I think, um, no, we don't do that at all. Right, Janet?
1: Right. Not at all.
0: Okay. <laughs> So, uh, today's a light day. Right, today's a light day. Happy everyday <laughs> weekend,
1: everybody. Yay! Yay.
0: But uh, I think not only is it a matter of, like, parent integration in terms of, like, how the kids are transported to events, attend events, um, it's also, well, now we have this overhanging pandemic issue. Right. For parents, and I'm, and I'm I'm I don't have any idea what happens on your end, like, with mm-hmm. what people say or, like, how like, cases are going in the courts or anything like that. But yeah. I feel like it's got to be more of an argument. I think now the argument stands, well, I'm not going to – we can't send our kid to do this because of the risks. Right. It's um, definitely
1: an added argument.
0: And I feel like, you know, parents on one side or the other are going to be like, oh, well, I'm not worried about that. I want the child to be able to do this because this is good for them. And I think there's there's a lot of levels to that in being, like, a sports person, like – you see, it varies like as kids get older. So, like, think about kids that are in like high school now, mm-hmm. uh, going into like their junior, senior year. Right. Kids that are like really high level athletes who are looking at scholarships. Right. Um, I'll be honest, I have no idea how that looks right now to schools or like how that's working. For... I didn't think about that. Yeah. Yeah. Right. I mean, so there's like, for, like you scouting, know... and right? So stuff. it's like how, let's say, and I think that's a kind of a like a very small population but you know that's like the extreme of like parent interaction in terms of like support for kids and Mm -hmm. how that looks in terms of their activity
1: and can you imagine like if you have parents fighting or you know they are at that point like what if they are 15 or 16 and they're getting scouted for different things and the parents like either can't get along or they're disagreeing on when to take them to activities and I mean even though they're older and they might be able to like get rides from friends and stuff like imagine going through like having a a college eligible athlete and then like parents like kind of sabotage that or like yeah. with recruiters. I mean, I feel like a lot of times people really do like get it into their heads that they are doing the right thing for their kid from their perspective. And there's just so much animosity and hostility and vengeance or, you know, like, well, this person did this to me, so I'm going to keep, you know, Susie or Johnny from them. And, you know, and then it just it I, I think they really do miss out on the bigger picture on how it how it really hurts the kid in the right. long run. Right. Yeah, I mean going kind of looping back to what you were saying about how the courts are handling it. I I know from talking with um some of the judges, but the large consensus is that they're still dealing with it like a legal custody issue. They're not making rulings on like COVID specific instances. Yeah. So, you know, they're gonna they're gonna roll on it for the for my understanding, the majority. Are going to rule on it like a legal custody issue. And, um, you know, legal custody is usually not, you have to really like screw up to have not shared legal custody. So
0: basically, the kid, the judges are saying like, this is an issue you guys need to figure out on your own.
1: Yeah, I apologize. You know, that was another piece of feedback that was really helpful that the group gave to me is that sometimes like using jargon, like a lot of people might not understand legal custody and like the definitions. Right, call an arm and arm and a legal. <laughs> Jess is just used to it because we went through it. I swear to God, we could probably oh, be I had, amateur lawyers. I, I had no idea
0: what I like. There were words that were being thrown around like in our litigation that I was just like,
1: "Yeah, what she me, said."
0: Yeah, yes. <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna say this really adamantly.
1: Yes. <laughs> I no idea what it means. Uh, legal custody, just basically for everyone who doesn't know, um, legal custody just involves um, medical decision making. It typically involves like some judges will get very specific depending on the case and how how litigious it is or or how much the parties agree or disagree um, but usually there's a canned paragraph in the very beginning of a custody order that will say uh, the party shall jointly share legal custody to include all medical mental health educational religious extracurricular uh, decision making
0: so they just put in the first paragraph they're just like this is all the shit you guys need to figure out yes Right.
1: Isn't that so messed up? Yeah. I mean it is, but it isn't like yeah. they're basically like, Y'all should be able to figure so, this so, out.
0: So education. Right. Activities. Yes. Religion.
1: Yes. Medical, medical. Mental health.
0: Mental health. Uh so yeah, I mean a, Yeah. A lot of the things almost all the things that people fight about on a routine yes. basis in the first paragraph of the custody order. You gotta figure just it basically out. says, figure out your fucking self.
1: Right. Exactly. Yeah. Like, don't, like, these are, and it's, like, it's, like, basically child-rearing 101. Like, these are the things you guys should have agreed on, knowing that you were bringing a person into this world, and now, don't bring that shit in here, because right. I'm not going to... Because I don't want to deal with I it. I don't want to deal with it. It's broccoli. <laughs> yeah. So they made, so
0: so the, the legal system made a generic paragraph for almost, the be, for the beginning of almost every single custody order that just says figure out your own stuff yeah and, and so
1: that's why we have school choice hearings because that's always not always that's that's uh a very contested issue in, in some parties especially when they live in different districts and people can't agree on that so there's like a specific hearing that needs to be held on school choice so then basically the legal custody paragraph would be amended to say like the party shall share legal custody to include blah 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 except education whereas you know father or mother will make those decisions so how does
0: that translate into soccer Oh,
1: it doesn't. (laughs) So then they're like, and then the party, shall go see Dr. Edwards to figure out how to do soccer. That's like literally the third paragraph.
0: And you know, I think, I think the interesting, the funny thing too, I think is that like kids, depending on the age, I mean, and we were sort of in the boat too, like when we separated and got divorced, like our daughter was at the age where like activities for her weren't like a big thing. Like she was just starting. She she was at the age where it was like, you know, let's just throw a bunch of stuff off the wall and see what sticks.
1: That was how, like, that was how we decided to do it. Right. That's something important to say, too, is, like, we were kind of of the mindset, we will let her try everything, or we will kind of introduce her to, we will introduce her to things that we like, and we will also, like, let her try whatever she wants to, and then we'll kind of weed it out from there. Right. So... But a lot of people aren't like that.
0: But, but the interesting thing, we're talking about sort of, like, court-based arguments here. In two weeks, that kid may be like... You know what? I don't really like that yeah. all that much. You know what I mean? I, I don't. I, I really don't feel like this is something that's for me.
1: Yeah, and then you just spent then thousands you, of dollars. Right.
0: Yeah, for the for the pickup time. Yes. Driveway arguments. Oh. Driveway arguments.
1: That was a good one. I don't know if everybody listened to that episode or not. Um, I mean, there were several driveway instances, but oh. the soccer one was great. Mm-hmm. The soccer clothes. Uh, when you wouldn't let me come into your house. Mm-mm. No. Nope. You were like, no. I said, can I please have the password to get into they're, your house?
0: The clothes are in the mailbox. <laughs> the clothes are
1: in the mailbox. Yes, she did. You put them in the freaking mailbox. Sure did. I was like, can't, can't our kid just go hey, in and change herself? You got him. Oh, my God. It was it was awful. And there was an email after that.
0: There was for strongly, sure. Email. Strongly, strongly worded email. There was a
1: strongly worded email after that. I think you that.
0: probably broke a couple keys on your keyboard that Oh, day.
1: for sure. If you've ever seen, I finally got a new computer. After I think it's been like four or five years,
0: she types with a purpose.
1: And there were every four...
0: key feels it <laughs> extensively.
1: There were five keys missing by the time I turned that computer I don't over. Know
0: how, I don't even know how you do that. I don't know either. It's just,
1: you know, so I try to. You
0: gotta get go like the Mighty Ducks soft hands. Exactly.
1: It's
0: not, the computer didn't do anything to you. I
1: can't tell you how many times you've said that to me. Soft hands. The
0: computer didn't do anything to you. No. But
1: um, there was definitely a strongly worded email after that. Yeah. Like I can't believe that you made me change our six-year-old in the driveway.
0: But again, the email it's it was for the purposes of I'm going to show you what this is going to be like if we have to go back to court for yeah. this specific issue. Well, first on, of all, I was exchanging with clothes for yes. our soccer practice for our daughter. Right. So again, you know, at well, that point, it was point,
1: two-sided. Like you were yeah. stubborn and left yeah. the clothes in the mailbox. Fair enough. And I was like, Well, yeah. I'm gonna make sure like if this goes to court that I have, the, that the judge hears about that. At that point, right? Like that yeah. was
0: like that was like you were like, I got this motherfucker on right this now, right? Yeah, <laughs> exactly. So you were like, you know, like I can't wait to, it would have only this, been better if it was I the can't way. wait to put this in writing so that this judge can read what I have to say she about didn't this. Care. No, I, but she it was like, again, it was, it was a broccoli issue. Like it yeah. was like, it was just like, like I, like this is first paragraph stuff. Like you guys need to figure this out on your own.
1: I think one of the comments that I made along the way that really like, I wish I would have kept repeating. And I, I think that I did probably, but I think what our experience also made me remember was like, even though I'd only been in practice, I mean, I only been in practice like a few months actually on my own, but, yeah. um, being in the field like for a while, for like ten years, you know, with you know training and whatnot, I I said to to you like on one occasion, probably more than one occasion, I said, you know what, I really thought we were gonna be better than this, and I did, I thought that, and you know what, at the end of the day, we were no better than anyone that I see coming across no, we my were, desk in the morning, yeah. no better. It's, and that it's was really like,
0: it's really easy to fall down that rabbit hole mm-hmm. of even. Like, so I had zero experience with the court system really before we went through all of our stuff, but you had a lot. So I feel like it was, it was a two sided thing. So I felt like I needed on a lot of cases in a lot of cases to defend myself in those situations, but also it was kind of driven by the fact that like you were coming at me with these things and I felt like, oh, this must matter because she feels really strongly about it. But at the end of the day, it didn't. Right. Like, it didn't matter at all. I felt strong about everything. You, well, of course, you still do. But I, <laughs> I feel like, you know, the the, the issue is, and if, if we're talking to parents who are going through this for their kids, for these activities, for all this other stuff, like, you can make big deals out of all of these things. At the mm-hmm. end of the day, it's not a big deal. Right. Like, it's just not. Right. And, you know... I don't know, I, I don't, like I said, I, I have very minimal experience just between us with like going into these hearings and everything. But I just feel like no matter what the situation is with any instance like this, unless there was some sort of like egregious thing, like you left the kid outside overnight or right. something like that, like that's like, you know, a whole different ballgame, but yeah, let's see right. But I feel like, well, you know, if, if, if it is like an issue with the, the, this whole, like leaving the clothes in the mailbox thing or whatever it is. You know, the judges are just going to be like, you have to like, this isn't something that we're here to help you with.
1: And that's like the thing that I would like folks to take away from from us talking today, aside from our (laughs) distracted Sunday banter, um, that I, (laughs) I just I feel like putting like really trying to focus hard on what is going to make this kid happy, what is going to make them thrive. What is going to make them have social interactions that are normal, especially right now during these times? Right. Um,
0: All the kids want to do is play. That's it. Like the old phrase is just let the kids play, right? Ooh,
1: yeah, yeah.
0: And you know, it, it is hard in some situations because. And I'm sorry. That's I, okay. I feel like I didn't. I feel like I cut you well. No. But um. You
1: did, but that's okay. Oh, okay. I'm Keep going. sorry.
0: I'm sorry. It's fine. I had a better point to make. Go ahead. Okay. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I forgot what I was going to say. Uh-huh. <laughs> so
1: then. <laughs> I just mean that I think it's super important for parents to kind of – when they're thinking about these activities and they're thinking about going into court to litigate activities, um, if you have a co-parenting counselor, really try to, like, talk it through with them first, even if it's just on an email, like an email exchange. Mm -hmm. I know for you and I, um, some of the issues, especially as we were able to get along a little bit better, we could send an email and do it very quickly through an email exchange – Um, and I do encourage my clients to do that, you know, especially when we've gotten to a good place, even just a stable place. I'll say, you know, I hear that you have this issue. Sometimes, uh, for instance, I have a couple that wants to decide on like first communion stuff. And I said, well, why don't you think about X, Y, and Z before our next session? Also, you have this other issue that we're going to talk about. I want you guys to talk about this on your own, but if you need to put me on an email with you Mm -hmm. and kind of mediate that. And I think, like, especially right now, that it's important for couples to j- or co-parents to just agree on things or at least come to some sort of consensus on things.
0: Yeah, I just, I feel like everybody, it's just hard because everybody has their opinions on what's happening. Like, I feel like some people, I feel like a lot of people are on the same page with, like, wearing masks and, like, you know, just social distancing and all these other safety factors that people are putting in place, but... I feel like there are other people that are just on completely opposite ends of that spectrum. And there are a lot, yeah. I don't know, like with with activities, I feel like that's a that's a big problem because that just mm-hmm. drives, it's just another factor that drives the arguments. And the you know for instance for issues like, you know, exchanges and like picking kids up and stuff like that, like co parenting counselors were like great for that kind of thing. I I don't know like how from a medical standpoint, I just don't know how hard it is for co-parenting counselors to just like make to make decisions based on what these people are bringing up with like safety factors and stuff like that other than just saying you know you have to keep the, ch- the child or children safe like in whatever capacity that that means but yeah. I don't know if I don't know if you've seen anything with that or like parents bringing that up in in different instances or yeah. like
1: I've seen I especially you know I have one one couple I'm thinking of or one set of co-parents that uh, they're just on very opposite ends of the spectrum in terms of their take on COVID. And in turn, that plays out in kind of some of their decisions on activities and, and the other, um, they had a vacation issue that they couldn't decide on. Mm-hmm. And what I try to get them to do is, I said, I'm not I'm not these children's parents. I said, this is the CDC website. Right. This is what the CDC is saying. Right. The schools, as far as, I read, like I will read the school specific when parents bring this stuff up to me. So I'll go on the website and read it Mm -hmm. and I'll say, well, look, this is what the school is saying. This is how they're handling it. They're handling it according to these guidelines. And as long as you guys can be on the same page or at least a little bit closer to each other in terms of safety with COVID, then this is okay. And I'm I'm not, I'm not afraid to share my opinion in terms of like, okay, you're being silly or uh, it's, it's very obvious at least to me, most of the time, if one parent is just using it as an excuse. But I think a lot of people have genuine fears and also, you know, kind of an inability to wrap their head around, like, how can we make this work? Right. And so, yeah, absolutely. And it's valid. And this is a valid thing. So I think that, you know, I try to at least focus on getting them, more so getting them closer together in terms of, like, Understanding where the other person is than focusing on a right or wrong answer to COVID or a right or wrong answer to the activities.
0: So because in a lot of cases there isn't necessarily there's not a right answer. answer. Yeah, it's just whatever the two people I think are the closest on in terms of opinion, and that's what I think we had to learn a lot too going through the process was that like we weren't ever like in a lot of cases we weren't thinking differently about the same issue. Right. It was just that we were approaching it from much different angles and much different perspectives we both wanted the same thing in the end, but we just had to figure out how to come together on that specific topic in a way that made sense to both of us.
1: Yeah, absolutely.
0: And I feel like some people think that they're having to give up or they're having to kind of like fall on their sword for that, for that specific issue. And you're not, Mm -hmm. you you may have to give, you know, uh, give up some stance on a certain topic, but it's probably, that's probably what's limiting you. And and another stance is also what's limiting the other person in terms of what, what they think and, and just get meeting the common goal.
1: Yeah, no, I would agree with that.
0: So neither of you are technically like falling on your sword. You're both just like trying to, I think, come to a different perspective in terms of the same answer.
1: And I think a lot of people think a lot of co-parents might think that they are giving up uh, one thing or giving too much when really, you know, any, any relationship requires compromise, whether you're in an intimate partnership with somebody, whether you're co-parenting with somebody, whether you're in a friendship Everything requires compromise, and I think that a lot of times co parents get into this kind of uh, pattern where they're just being stubborn all the time, and that's what's difficult because you can't do that if you think of co parenting, the co parenting relationship, like any other relationship or as a friendship. You know, whenever I make plans with my friends, you know, I try to think of our discussions like that. Whenever I make plans with my friends or whenever I do things with my friends, you know, I talk to them respectfully. And if we disagree on something, we try to come to some form of a compromise. And so that's kind of how um, I suggest approaching, you know, picking activities or um, really having any kind of conversation with your co-parent. And, you know, you just want to be, you just want to treat the person how
0: you want to be treated. Right. But. But. (laughs) In the beginning. It's not always... The, it's a lot easier said than done. Oh, we yeah. understand that.
1: Oh, yeah. We are definitely not, not perfect. perfect at all. No. We had a huge fight this week, actually. Yeah. You want to talk about that? Sure. No? Sure. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you obviously do, or you wouldn't have brought well, it up. Well,
1: I just think... You know, I think it's good to also show, like, you know, we still have fights, and we're not... I think, you know, during our argument this week, Jess made a very good point where doing this podcast and you know, we have to be able to not not hypocrite is not the right word, but like be able to give an example. Like, you know, we still argue and we still have disagreements, but we should be able to um talk about it and come to a compromise. And sure. We were. It was a pretty big fight though.
0: Yeah. But I mean, you know, there's I feel like with any it's like you said, with any like co parenting relationship, no matter what it is, like it's still an interaction and a relationship between two people. Like Especially two people who have had a history, who have had like, you know, in some form or fashion, uh, have been together at some point. Right. It's just like, you know, you can't, you're, there's either going to be fights, no matter what the topic of the fight is. I mean, there's always going to be fights that come up. Right. right? And, you know, you are two people that know how each other act. You kind of know how each other think. Uh, so, you know, coming together and I think just like talking through the differences because you're not, I mean, it, you, you still had a relationship, but you're not in the same life anymore. So it's right. like, it's just different. It's just different. So
1: I was, def- I was super petty. Yeah. I'll be the first to admit that. Yeah. I blocked your phone number, but then I thought that you would your me. Oh yeah, that me. was,
0: that was fun. <laughs> that was fun. So text messages, so getting text messages like, hello, why aren't you responding to me? Oh, Hey, how are you doing?
1: girlfriend she was over i was like Oh my gosh
0: i can't believe he's not texting me back
1: he's such a jerk and she was like are you sure you didn't block him and i was like nah -uh." and then i look at my phone and i did i was like oh my gosh hilarious so petty hilarious it was
0: petty i have to admit it yeah i have to admit
1: it it didn't happen so
0: don't be so don't be like us ladies and gentlemen
1: i mean be like us but not like us all the time
0: right but we're, it's good now. We talked through it. Everything's fine. Yeah. I think.
1: Yeah. Okay. No, we're all good. All right. Right? right? Yep. No. Right.
0: <laughs> I don't want to say that preemptively.
1: <laughs> what are you talking about?
0: Get a strongly worded email, after <laughs> <Just this. laughs> Three pages. <after laughs> get a see three ring binder out.
1: <laughs> Put Bob and Tim on
0: there. All right. <laughs> <laughs> RIP to your weekend. RIP. Happy guys. Labor Day.
1: <laughs> but yeah, so we're excited to send our kid back. She starts this week. Yep. Hybrid. Yep. And she's gonna do sports. Yep. We're gonna try it. We're gonna see how it goes. Yeah. We're gonna take safety precautions. That's so far, what we're doing. So
0: far, so good. Yeah. You know, I, I.
1: She was again, so excited. She was like, super
0: excited. She was pumped to yeah. see everybody. Yeah. And I think, in a setting where, and I ultimately, I feel like it's the responsibility of the of the organization. Yeah. Uh, if the organizations are taking the right steps, I think this can be done very safely.
1: Absolutely, I agree. And I think. I think now, like this year, especially more than other years, it's more important for co-parents to be able to agree on this stuff because the kids really need it right now. They need socialization as yeah. much as possible. They need to be around other kids. And if they can't be, um, then, you know, being able to at least encourage good, healthy, positive interactions with right.
0: them. Right. Absolutely.
1: Well, I think we did it. We made it. Made
0: it. Woo. Made it
1: through the Sunday-like day. Yes. And now it's time for Sunday Fun Day. That's it. It's Labor Day weekend.
0: Hey, and, uh... I hope that you're off tomorrow. Yes. Thanks for listening.
1: Uh, please follow us on Instagram at umadbropgh. Uh, we're super excited to see the results of Pittsburgh City Paper. So, fingers crossed. I think the results don't come out until, like, first week of I'm October. I'm actually not sure though, I was,
0: so. was going to ask you about that. I don't know when they...
1: Not till first week of October. Okay. And uh, we would love to hear from you guys. We got our first uh, email this week from a listener, which I was actually really excited about. Yeah. Um. So email us at emadbropgh at gmail.com. And uh, check yeah. out the
0: new check out the new Facebook page. We also just launched. Oh yeah,
1: you're right. Yeah. You were in charge of that.
0: Yep. Done.
1: JSL did it. Nice. Uh yeah, check us out on Facebook. Give us a follow and a like. And uh, we'll be back next week.
0: Yep. Rate, review, subscribe.
1: Thanks. Happy weekend. Bye guys. Bye.